This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I'm John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. President Tsai Ing-wen has arrived in Palau on the first leg of her trip to allied nations in the Pacific. President Tsai Ing-wen has told the UK-based Monocle magazine that beefing up Taiwan's defense capabilities is a priority for her government. And a spokesperson for the WHO says Taiwan will not be invited to this year's World Health Assembly meeting unless there is, quote, cross-strait understanding. But first, today's top story. President Tsai Ing-wen has arrived in Palau on the first leg of her trip to allied nations in the Pacific. The trip will also take Tsai and her delegation to Nauru and the Marshall Islands. President Tsai Ing-wen arrived in the allied Pacific island nation of Palau Thursday night. At the airport, a young Palauan welcomed the president to the country by blowing on a conch shell. Tsai also accepted a welcoming wreath from a young Palauan student. The president also received a warm welcome from Palauan officials, the Palauan people, and the overseas Taiwanese community in the country. President Tsai shook hands with Palauan officials, as well as with the students who waved the national flags of both Palau and Taiwan. Upon her arrival at her hotel, the president was greeted by Palauan President Tommy Remengesal Jr. and his wife, and other Palauan officials. Paula Chow, RTI News. On Thursday, the two sides signed a maritime cooperation agreement. According to Taiwan's presidential office, Taiwan will build an eight-ton patrol boat for Palau, which is expected to be completed by the end of this year. On Friday, Tsai met with her Palauan counterpart before visiting the Palau National Congress. Tsai thanked the Pacific Island country for speaking on Taiwan's behalf at the United Nations, the World Trade Organization, and other international bodies. Tsai said Taiwan is willing to work with Palau to contribute more to the Pacific region. Tsai also invited Palauan lawmakers to visit Taiwan to attend the Asian Pacific Parliamentarians Union, scheduled to take place in Taiwan later this year. President Tsai Ing-wen has told the UK-based Monocle magazine that beefing up Taiwan's defense capabilities is a priority for her government. Tsai said Taiwan has no plans to provoke China. However, she said Taiwan must increase its military strength and defense capabilities in the face of large-scale Chinese military investment. Tsai also said that Taiwan has promised to maintain the status quo in the Taiwan Strait. However, she emphasized the need to maintain a power balance between the two sides as the region changes. Asked if she will rule out holding an independence referendum if she wins a second term next year, the president said that Taiwan is a democracy and it's not up to her to make a decision. Tsai said that Chinese President Xi Jinping's provocative comments in January have upset the balance in cross-strait ties. She said Taiwan must now handle cross-strait ties with extra care. A spokesperson for the WHO says Taiwan will not be invited to this year's World Health Assembly meeting unless there is, quote, cross-strait understanding. The World Health Assembly is the WHO's convening body. Taiwan attended the annual assembly as an observer from 2009 to 2016. However, since then, it has been blocked from participating due to pressure from Beijing. The clock is ticking for Taiwan's bid to take part in this year's assembly. The assembly meeting will take place from May 20th to 28th in Geneva. The health ministry responded to the spokesperson's comments on Friday. 
the ministry says Taiwan's work to secure a place at the assembly has not changed. The ministry also says that even if Taiwan is not invited, it will still send a delegation to Geneva while the assembly is in session. There, delegation members will meet with representatives of various countries on the sidelines of the event. Economics Minister Shen Longjin says the government will make subsidy applications easier for those who want to replace old appliances with energy-efficient models. Shen was speaking Friday at the opening of a trade fair featuring home appliances, air conditioners, and other electronic products. The subsidy is part of the government's plan to cut energy use. Air conditioners and refrigerators with inverter models are considered more energy efficient. The government has promised to offer a maximum subsidy of 100 U.S. dollars. According to an industry association, there are about 13 million non-inverter air conditioners and 9 million non-inverter refrigerators in use across Taiwan. The association says that because inverter models use about 30 to 40 percent less electricity, making the switch could cut electricity bills by one third. Changing to more energy-efficient models could also reduce Taiwan's household energy consumption by at least six to eight percent. Two Taiwanese movies are set to screen at Asian Pop-Up Cinema, a semi-annual film festival currently underway in Chicago. One of the films is High Flash, a mystery drama that tells the story of a forensic doctor who uncovers the truth behind an alleged suicide. The film's plot touches on a number of subjects that are not often treated in Taiwanese films, such as political corruption and conflict between protesters and large corporations. The second film, Sen Sen, is a drama that tells the story of an unlikely friendship between a woman dying of cancer and a young boy who's lost his family. The film has won multiple awards at international film festivals since its release in 2017. Hong Kong actress Pa Hee Ching, who plays the female lead, recently received the film festival's Lifetime Achievement Award. Taipei 101 and Chiyo Temple are familiar landmarks to Taiwanese people. Both may now become more widely known in Japan, where a local manga series has featured them. Kachou Kosakushima is a popular manga series that tells the story of its titular protagonist, who overcomes challenges to rise through the ranks of a fictional electronics corporation. The series has been running since 1983 and has sold over 40 million copies. Fans and critics love it for its vivid depictions of Japanese workplace culture. In its latest installment, the protagonist visits Taiwan for a taste of local food and culture. If you've spent any time in Taiwan, chances are you've gotten to know the local mosquitoes. But mosquitoes aren't the only biting insects people here have to watch out for. This year, the early arrival of spring weather has a different kind of blood-sucking pest out and about in large numbers. The biting midge is an insect that is exactly as unpleasant as it sounds. In everyday speech here in Taiwan, they are called little black mosquitoes. But while their bites are just as irritating, biting midges are not mosquitoes. For one thing, they are much harder to detect. Often, people only discover they've been bitten after an itchy swelling starts on their skin. In the past, midges weren't a problem until after the plum rain season, which lasts from May into June. But this year, the winter has been mild, and warm weather is already here. The midges have noticed. In the eastern county of Hualien, authorities have launched a spraying campaign meant to keep the midges under control. This can only do so much. The midges will develop resistance to chemicals if the spraying is too frequent. The chemicals used will also harm the local environment. 
Ultimately, officials say, it's up to residents to curb midge numbers by getting rid of the weeds and moss where they live and dumping out containers of standing water. John Van Trieste, RTI News. The Taipei Zoo is home to around 400 animal species from around the world. It's a popular place to go on weekends and holidays. However, those who are planning a trip to the zoo in late June might need to change their plans. The zoo will close its doors for renovations. For 32 years, the Taipei Zoo has never taken a break. From June 19th to 28th, the zoo will close for extensive work. Projects will include pumping out the water in the cream pond and cleaning out the silt on the bottom. Workers will add more objects for monkeys to hang on to and work on enhancing wooden structures. During the closure, workers will also conduct safety checks on a tram that carries visitors through the zoo. In addition, the renovations aim to address issues such as unclear signage, which some have complained makes the zoo difficult to navigate. Zoo officials say they choose to shut the zoo down at a time of year when it sees the fewest visitors in order to minimize inconvenience to the public. Jake Chan, RTI News. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.